I said, what you know about it? It's the stool, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stool, baby. In the room a lot. Hello, hello. You're listening to The Stew. I'm Jason Stewart. Andre Conaparo, say hello. Hello. What's up? We have, ah. one, we have one guest today, Royce. Hello. Royce is from Secret Lasagna. Yes. Which is a restaurant. Not so secret restaurant. Is it true it's pronounced Laza? <laughs> I have sorry, no idea. I was just kidding. I was no just kidding. idea. No, I, just, I, so, I hate the term za, and I just, it occurred to me that you could even make... A worse call and calling lasagna lasagna. People seem to get the like the first four letters confused for the whole thing sometimes. Like my buddies at Lhasa, <laughs> I have I have a commissary kitchen upstairs. I can see where this is going. I, right. I, 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 I wanted like, to go in seventeen people different places. Will show up and like at like ten o'clock and be like, I'm looking for secret lasagna, and he's like, This is Lhasa. This is a Filipino restaurant, and they're like. <laughs> Oh, but it's secret lasagna. It's lasagna. <laughs> like, he's like, Chase I is it. like, no. Oh, and then he calls me and he's like, get the fuck out of this. What, what are you doing? <laughs> that is so awesome. That is the best story. I, I bring them lasagna a lot. The guy just, <laughs> just keeps winking like, no, no, I get yeah. it. I get no, no, it. It's lasagna. I, I get it. But secret lasagna. I've got cash, so let's do, <laughs> let's do seven trays. What do you say? <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, I get it. Yeah. La- lasagna. Yeah. I mean, those... Uh, those Lhasa boys, they just got, what, what were they just on the... On Jiggle the, 101. They were like number 18 or 15? 19, 19, I think, yeah. So but proud it's pretty of those damn good. They're so... Thank God one I good restaurant made it. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yeah, we, every, every year, I guess for the last couple of years, we'll do an episode where we do like a recap of the whole list. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be next week's episode if you're listening. I and will be listening. And you're wondering where the heat is at. Um, but since we have... Our guest today, we won't we won't ruin his life with us <laughs> judging every restaurant. I mean, because you can't really get get in on the action like we can. This is true because you're I, on have the a, inside. I have a harder time talking shit about people that I really like. <laughs> yeah, that is it's, uh, <laughs> that was the hardest part about becoming a, a restaurant owner and operator. Most likely, is you're no, not able to really like publicly talk shit on other restaurants. I mean, you can. Yeah. It's like like you know, the best Al- Alvin and, and Knuckle and Arjun always find a way to get get some digs on on on, on a couple of people if they don't think the service is up to. Like up when to you like, on their podcast, yeah. Actually, I haven't listened to their podcast, which is I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I've listened to every single one <laughs> of them me. twice. That's not true. Oh wow! Even though I birthed it's those men in the to the podcast game, yeah. I just I don't listen to, I, I don't really listen to any other you food podcasts. Birth them into the pod. Let's go back a step. <laughs> I birthed them into the pod oh, game. Cool. That's let me great just, for let me them. just text Alvin really quick and make sure. Yeah, Exla and Bad Mash, those restaurants, they're both my sons in the game. You know what I mean? Got it. I taught them it. how to use iTunes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm Some just kidding. How to lock your iPhone so it doesn't like change? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. That's sick. They're having a hard time updating to the newest yeah. iOS, and I got that sorted out for them. Mm. Damn. Bless. No, but Alvin Alvin Bless was up. a guest on this show a while ago, and he was one of the best guests of all time. Well, he is. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's the so type. I remember, I yeah, I saw him, because uh, everyone has their own opinion of Egg Slut before they kind of meet him and find out the yeah. whole deal. 
and it's usually not a good opinion. It's like, oh, this fucking restaurant, the name has, has slut in it, and like half the people <laughs> don't like that. And as time goes on, yeah. having the word slut in the name of your business... People like, also just hate anything that has a line. And that's, yeah, and, that's and the other if, thing. If they're yeah. not willing to stand in line, they're just going to talk shit about it because they're annoyed that they can't eat the food. It's really true. Yeah. yeah. So be- between having slut in like, the name and having yeah. a three-hour line on a weekend, there's a lot of people who don't have great, great things to say about Egg Slut. But then, and I was, and I, I, I wasn't a hater. Like I would, yeah. I would go to Egg Slut and be like, "Yeah, it's a long-ass line," but like. The food is good food. Yeah. I, like I'm eating all the food and it tastes good and I like it. So they don't mm-hmm. really deserve all of that. But then I met met him and I heard him do a, a like a speech at this Filipino food event thingy and I was like, oh great, here we go. And I, and like I was almost crying by the end of it. I was like, oh my god, this guy's story is amazing and he's he so really well spoken and eloquent. He is. He knows. And I just had to snatch him up. To talk about what he loves. And you can say his last name, Kailan, Kailan, and Kailan. Kailan. Which is the best. <laughs> yeah, I did that a little yeah, too much. Yeah, you guys had, a, oh. had, had fun with Anthony. So you have one. listened to this show before. I have, yes. I was actually listening to the last episode on the way over here. Okay. And I uh, we apologize. haven't finished. You haven't finished? Last but, episode, uh, we didn't have any guests. That was just us no. bullshitting. Yeah, you were just talking about talking shit not. about the food at Little Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But the fresh pasta, I bought fresh pasta yeah. there yesterday. Oh, look at you! It's such a what's the what's the name of the little like the takeout spot next to them? Do they That's do where you buy day? the pasta. It's called okay. Little Dom's Deli. Little okay. Dom's Deli. Yeah, yeah, they have a like cold chicken sandwich yep. there. Yeah, that's super fucking good. Really, mm. it's I really, really, really good. The way they just with the tomatoes, it's so simple, but it's they really have it every them. day. That's too. the only thing I've ever. Really I also eaten. learned from four to six p.m. My happy hour. Happy hour where there's like everything is discounted pretty well, except yeah. For the pasta, they always like <laughs> or the parmigiano reggiano. They it's because a, you guys have been talking about it though. Definitely, yeah. we're blowing it up. Yeah, yeah, I walk in there like, what are you going to do about it, fucking idiots? <laughs> they have a bunch Can I have of some fresh pasta, please. They have a bunch of salads and usually at least like one roast vegetable salad, and that's half off I think from four to six. You know why? Because it's been fucking sitting out all day. Yeah, but it's got a film on it. But they're always like they have all these nice things that marry well. Like they have, they always mm-hmm. have something with acid in it, so it's yep. like. Lemon or some kind of vinegar with a little nice olive oil and then some anchovies mm-hmm. or something. So sitting there in a cold case, sitting for eight hours, it's yeah. just going to marry. Yeah. And just then it's more half and off. More delicious. And there's, they got salads on top out of the case. Well, though. there's always like... I'll they got go a little there. gem exposed to the elements, <laughs> fam. I'll go in there and look at... <laughs> get the fresh pasta. He's just insisting on not liking it. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm not. Uh-uh. <laughs> So, but I'll sit there and have plans to make a vegetable dish when I'm buying the pasta, and then I'll look at the half-off salads and be like, that would take me like two and a half hours to make. I'm just mm-hmm. going to buy this shit right now. Yeah, that's right. Well, well speaking of food podcasts, I, I heard you on the KCRW oh, the, food podcast the farmer, the market where they do the, the farmer's market yeah. report where the crazy lady, I don't know. Laura. Yeah, they're, that's fantastic. I, I hadn't been to the Santa Monica farmer's market in so long. It's a beast. Um, it is a it's worth beast, it, but it's a beast. It took an hour and forty five minutes. To get, I was like forty five minutes late. For Where do you live? Where do you live in town? I live uh, just on the other side of downtown in the like historic Filipino town area yeah. of mm-hmm. Echo Park. Yeah. I just moved from downtown. Actually, oh, you live right by where Stewie lives. Nice. Shout out Stewie. R.I.P. Two and a half <laughs> member of this podcast. R.I.P. Mm. <laughs> no, but also the drive. But even just. To getting through and how much abundance is there, like I feel beat up when I leave. 
before. I'm mm. just like, damn, did I just get punched? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you get in the car with the bags of your shit, and you just sit in the car, and you're just like, you're I, like need well, a, I need a minute before I... Was all this casual, worth it though. for these fucking purple okras? Yes. I don't know if it was worth it. <laughs> it is. I always feel worth it. I'm yeah. just saying I get a little uh, get a little hammered in the paint there sometimes. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot going on there. But it's also like, I also just hadn't really paid attention to how many... I, I, you forget how many chefs go there on Wednesday morning. Yeah. I was just like walking to meet the the, the people from KCRW, and I was like ran into Kevin from Kali. Wait, so you're saying this, that Chris. that market report is a is a premeditated programming part? That's not just a random. Hey, we're here with Royce from Secret Lasagna. What are you doing? They no, do they, 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 they hit you up beforehand. They did hit me up beforehand. I knew I, it was bullshit. To, <laughs> it's not bullshit, but. <laughs> They, uh, yeah, no, they, they, they did talk to me beforehand to set it up, but everything, as far as the actual interview and talking, I had never met anyone right. there before. Um, but I heard so you on there, and I was like, this, this, I've heard of Secret Lasagna, and I've walked by it in the, in the Far East Plaza mm-hmm. in Chinatown when I'm stopping in to visit my friends at Now Serving or Lhasa or what have you. Damn, Now Serving. This is the first day this week I haven't been wearing a Now Serving shirt. Now serving is it's, fire. It's yeah. so fire. I was in there this morning because I had had the new WD-50 cookbook on hold for like a week. Oh, nice. And I finally oh, the new one. like, I got to get it. Yeah. Uh. It's, it's, it's insane. You go, you go hard with the molecular gastronomy? Uh, no, I don't go super hard with it. I, I buy cookbooks to, to get new ideas, get yeah, inspired. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, don't, I think I've probably followed like five recipes in my life. <laughs> um, but man, I like to man. come. I like to see an idea that I really like for a dish. Yeah. Be able to read it and understand the logic behind it, where they're going with it, and then just fuck it completely up. Yeah. And change it, <laughs> change it totally. Well, that way nobody can. Then you leave no trail. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can it's, blow it hard enough in the recipe, then yeah. nobody can trace it back. So exactly. other people will be like, okay, here's this, like the Gorilla Tacos cookbook, mm-hmm. like it's the sweet potato taco, and I was thinking like, okay, how could I make this differently myself? And I was thinking like a, like a brown rice tortilla crunchata situation, like make it a little bit on the healthier side. And then, like, what would be your angle for for fucking something up? Like, what do you, where well, do you normally swim into? I, it's it can be all over. How the do places. I make this it's, covered well, yeah. in mozzarella? How can I make this Japanese? How can exactly. I make this fusion? Well, and I you know I've cooked so many different types of food, even in my time in L.A. Like, I just put something on the menu that's like my take on the L.A. Dirty Dog. Mm. Because I love getting a dirty dog on Sunset. Mm-hmm. Could you explain what a dirty station. dog is for our listeners who don't know? So if you don't know, yeah. and you've been in L.A. for more than a year, then you're an insane person. <laughs> um, this is absolutely true. I mean, But, you know, you come down the hill from the Dodger game. There's any number of delightful little old women standing by a griddle mm-hmm. with a, a couple of um, aluminum trays full of ridiculously... Long, slow-cooked hot dogs wrapped in bacon. Or if you're coming out of the club, mm-hmm. I yeah. would also see those delightful yeah, people. Yeah, this is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple Yeah, there's a couple spots. So, I mean, there's quite a few spots. It's uh, a hot dog wrapped in bacon, sometimes with cheese, with a delightfully spicy serrano chili, mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking grilled onions, mm-hmm. um, mayo, Mm. Mustard, just the the mayo really a, makes it yeah, for me. Yeah, the mayo really is crazy, and it's usually being cooked on like it's kind of like imagine like a large baking sheet on mm. an overturned shopping cart. Yep, with like a Mad Max style propane torch lighting yeah. it up. 
that's or been, do, looks yeah. like it's been seasoned for thirty years. Or just like yeah. somebody's dining room chair that's just broken down. <laughs> they, 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 they made a they've made a hibachi grill out of a chair. Yes, yes. How do they do it? I don't know, but the, it, but the it works and it and it does have thirty years of seasoning perfection mm-hmm. on it somehow. So many years. I so the, what I ended up doing with mine and this is at. At Secret Lasagna? Yeah. yeah You're you doing a this. dirty dog? Okay, okay. Yeah, this is available on Uber Eats, Caviar, and for pickup. And then so I, next week for so uh, good. at the walk-up window. Um, but uh, I need that friends and family invite, fam. Yes. You will be getting it, <laughs> believe me. Um, I, I just I, I want a friends and family invite myself. <laughs> construction progress. We'll see about that. A pain in the ass. <laughs> um, anyhow, so I ended up just... I, I wasn't setting out to do this, but what I ended up coming up with was kind of an amalgamation of all the different types of food that I've loved and loved to cook in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so it you know, starts with like a, a French roll toasted, um, Kewpie mayo, mm. nice thick slathering on the, on the bun. And then Not we cheap. do split the uh, dog down the middle, all beef dog, um, sear it. On the inside. Mm. What brand dog are you using? Uh, Hebrew Nationals. Yeah. Okay. Just the fat fucking seven inches. Um, <laughs> Big Daddy. Yeah. Um, and then put American cheese in it. Let that melt. Wrap in bacon. And then sear that off. Um, and then on one side I do a um, quick seared uh, nam, which is a fermented Thai pork sausage. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that spelled? It's uh, N-A-E-M. It's spelled a bunch of different ways in English because mm-hmm. we're crazy and we like to fuck up right. names of things. It's usually sort of like raw cabbage and raw garlic, right? Like as an appetizer the, in Thai restaurants? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, nam is oh. it's basically like fermented pork um, and the skin. Yeah, gelatinized, and then with a Thai chili and yeah. fermented. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy mm-hmm. used to make at when Pak Pak was open. He used to make uh, the fermented pork riblets, mm-hmm. and then he would do another one that was basically his in-house nam, but with a like slow steamed egg wrapped in a banana leaf. Mm-hmm. Wow, so goddamn good. Um, damn. Anyhow, yeah. Nam so, on one side. So nam on one side, drowned in a bunch of grilled onions. Yes. And then uh, serrano chili on top. And on the other side, they're doing curly leaf parsley and pickled ginger. Mm. Um, chopped fine. I just really wanted an acid hit, and I had pickled ginger laying around, and it's, it's really fucking good. <laughs> so curly leaf parsley, just yeah. meaning regular non-flat leaf parsley? Yes. Or is this a yeah. different thing? No, it's, a, it's, a cur- it's not the Italian flat leaf. So the cheaper parsley. It's the cheaper and better. So more, you think more texture, more body. So you, it, so you are you prefer regular parsley to a, an Italian flat leaf parsley? Yes. Yeah, I do. And I actually, was it's kind exclusive. of hilarious. The one thing mm. that most chef friends who have it <laughs> end up talking to me about is like, oh, I'm really glad you use the curly leaf parsley. Yeah, I just like it so much. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't realize that other people had the same. Thing. <laughs> Does that mean parsley. you like the regular cheaper kale as opposed to the the dinosaur kale? You freak. Oh, I'm such hmm. a freak of nature. <laughs> fuck. Um, if it's curly, thing. I'm going to fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I use all different kinds of kale, but I do like the regular, like for solids and everything. I like the body. And if you're bruising it, the, the you know, which you kind of need to do if it's going into a solid, mm-hmm. you're going to have, it's, it's going to 
stay bruised but bounce back a little better and look more presentable too. Mm-hmm. If it's because of the curly leaf, mm-hmm. if it's the big dinosaur, it's gonna you know look a little beat up. Yeah, um, and uh, and and pickled ginger, just like like how you get at a sushi restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The you know, it's it's always funny. That, like everything that's colored pink or red in many different Asian cultures, Thai and, and Japanese, it was like originally to denote quality. Yeah, like Thai tea, like the red coloring was just it's black tea. But it's it was originally to denote the quality, but now the shittiest stuff is the stuff that has the red <laughs> food coloring in it, and you can't get the, the the straight black Thai tea unless you have friends who ha- make tea in Thailand, um, <laughs> which we don't. And uh, damn, or like or like the yeah. Chinese pork where they use like the Thanks. red food coloring on that. Yeah, interesting. I remember yeah, the char siu. Had to ended. Up, I was at a Chinese restaurant with my in-laws in Auburn, California, which is never a good idea. <laughs> Anywhere in the mountains. All of that sounds bad. Fucking Chinese food restaurants. <laughs> yeah, every single part of it. Um, and I like I've never seen like you know you you get you can get the supermarket sweet and sour pork and everything. It's pretty red. Mm-hmm. But this this sweet and sour was like the most neon. Yeah, I have ever seen. It was true. It was literally like. Braid runner McNuggets <laughs> that had been under a heat lamp for like twelve hours, mm-hmm. and then just drowned in a neon pink sauce mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a bunch of canned pineapple. Auburn, California, baby, mm. <laughs> best Chinese food. Is a house specialty. I mean, Woo. that's what I. I mean, that's kind of. But when you were like a kid in the eighties and eating that. Yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah, you know what that makes me kidding? think of a trash ass Chinese oh mall God. food court food. When you're at a, a truck stop and they have like tacos, hot dogs, mm-hmm. nachos, and then like one tray of like Chinese Subway. food, like one tray of like pork ribs or egg rolls, and orange chicken, yeah. and it's always like it always, yeah. it's one of the, which one of these things doesn't belong in a whole section of the whole thing doesn't belong <laughs> but also then the that color is always yeah. like and the guy working there with the tongs you like you point at it and he's looking at you like Mm-mm. 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 don't do it don't do it <laughs> this one you sure i don't, don't want to see your obit in the paper tomorrow yeah no it's it's those those truck stops are so ridiculous <laughs> when they ask you if you're driving when you're ordering food you dri- <laughs> are you driving <laughs> no all right all right all okay, right okay. okay we can do it we can you serve might you. be hallucinating in an hour <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh as long as yeah, you're driving, driving right? are we okay yeah, you, all right we can yeah. get some chicken so would, speaking of chinese yeah. food i feel like you you might be a little bit of a chinatown ambassador man that maybe maybe an unsung ambassador of chinatown but you're about to be more sung i suppose <laughs> but but like you have like like Chimney Coffee, mm-hmm. that's that's a coffee shop that you're involved in as well. I was, yes, you, you I were. was. I was the exec chef at Chimney for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. My brother I said think. the food there was very good. Thank you. When you were working there, yeah. <laughs> now it's probably bad. I, uh, I've, I've heard conflicting reports. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't been back in a while. So that was a coffee shop, and that's in Chinatown. Yes, that's mm-hmm. just like just outside of Chinatown, down on North Main, kind of on the flip. It's like you have Spring Street and then North Main, where like Spring Street is where David Chang's new spot's gonna open, mm-hmm. and Apotheky and all that crazy shit. And then uh, Oriel also just opened down there. Dustin's yeah, Dustin yeah. Lancaster, who's mm-hmm. been on the show before, he opened a new. I guess it's like a bar, a wine, 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 wine bar. bar. It's it, kind of the same like 
the wine bar menu from Cafe Stella, just mm-hmm. like good classics like the Frizzy Lardon and Salad and mm-hmm. you know, solid solid stuff. Good you wine man? He knows what he's doing. I am a I am a big fan of wine. Really? I uh, actually went to school for Winemaking for viticulture oh, wow. up in the Napa Valley. Classic NorCal bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very yeah. NorCal story. So NorCal. You ever oh smoked my God. weed before? Uh, <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> Such bullshit. Um, <laughs> David, not Davis, though, because Davis has a pretty famous beer and wine Davis program, has a right? Huge beer and wine program. But I was working um, for a couple different wineries up there. Uh, my cousin and her husband have a winery on the Silverado yeah. Trail. Oh wow! And um, you're just selling weed, and that's what you that's what you do. Just yeah. selling weed, making <laughs> wine. You know, the the classic NorCal story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. We've all no, seen Sideways. Yeah, that's yeah, totally. That's, that's why Merlot is a thing. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's that was that was one of my early passions, um, and now I am most of my time that I'm not in a kitchen. I'm drinking with Anthony Kailan, so... Yes! Um, Just saw him a couple of days ago I, at Bandini. I know, I heard the, heard the podcast, saw that you saw... Oh, yeah. The Bandini, yeah, they were I still haven't Martin been over to Hayden night. yet, though. Gotta go. Maybe, the, so maybe the three of us should all head over there. I'd love to. Well, maybe good. we could split a lift. Yeah. We're not taking the train, because it takes four yeah. hours. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. <laughs> train, sadly, is bullshit. I really want to take the train I there. Really like, Even he said that. and He, like, he lives yeah, downtown and works yeah. there. He's like, fuck the train. Like, I would totally, the train like, drives you straight yeah. into the front door of his w- business, yeah. and he's like, nah, I don't know. Nah, 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 like, nah. I would love to take, like, if the train... I don't know. The one time I took the Santa Monica Expo line, mm-hmm. it ended up like it dropped me somewhere in the middle of nowhere because the line was down on another section. I had to take it, but I was like, "This is fucking." Another shit. great impression. Was it in the yeah. middle of the nowhere or middle of the hood? It was no. It wasn't the hood. It was okay. it was Santa Monica, which is actually scarier to me than the hood. <laughs> in a lot of areas. Hell yeah! I, I am much more comfortable cooking with some friends in Compton than. Hanging out in the shopping districts of Santa Sorry, Monica. John at Cato. Have to agree. <laughs> have, to, have to agree. Um, I do really like. I lo- I love Esther's wine bar in Santa Monica. Cassia's fucking mm-hmm. amazing restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, had some really good dinners there. Um, and then we just did. Anthony had a was doing did a guest song at Esther's like a month ago. Oh wow! So we I didn't know about that. That's great. Obscene amount of quality. Vintages there. They have a duck prosciutto in their charcuterie oh there yeah. at Esther's that I'm a big fan of. Yeah, their their uh, charcuterie board is pretty fucking spectacular. Bring your wallet. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> just saying, Esther's. Bring your wallet. Seems yeah. a little steep. But I also also Santa Monica. Bring your wallet. Santa yeah. Monica. Bring your rent, wallet. Rent but is I think, fucking high. But their charcuterie yeah. rent is high. But yeah. their charcuterie board is more than Kiesbach is. And, it's, and I would say even maybe less in amount. And I'm not always like more is more guy, but hard to beat. But it's like a, yeah, it's like if you're charging more than Kispaka, it better be about rent. Like, yeah. God damn, because Kispaka yeah, is the temple of meat. In yeah, Los and some of what they're charging high for is like Olympia meat provisions, and they mm. have some of their own stuff on there. Yeah. But I see like three things from Olympia meats, and I'm like. 
come on, I can go. Yeah. Like, there better be a is, fucking engagement this, ring in yeah. that trotter. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not a yeah. hard package charcuterie to find in pretty much any like gourmet store in L.A. Like mm-hmm. you can leave the Olympia meats off. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Like, but, char- yeah. I have charcuterie boards though. We found got... another way to talk shit on another restaurant that <laughs> no. we're friends with. Oh, it's great. No. It's, it's great. What we do, I, baby. I, uh, I'll go tonight if you guys. Fox, go love you, baby. <laughs> Foxy, you're my guy. Tough week it's in the papers. Yeah, the yeah. the spot in Santa Monica. Yeah, like the or the Malibu, like the beach one. Yeah, his his dream spot. He had a little mea culpa awesome. about it. Yeah, yeah. He was saying that I guess he was on his book tour up until two days before it opened, and he was oh the the Mexican for spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's opening another. He's opening, he's opening, opening his dream one. restaurant. Oh, like his like his actual dream yeah. restaurant. Yeah, not his dream restaurant that he got paid Which, to be a dream. I am very excited for it because I've been a fan of his cooking since he was in Napa. Um, Throwback. Tremendous, wow. tremendous, tremendous. Yeah, what talent. was the name of the restaurant he was on? Oh, where is it I started with you? I'm so bad with Deep the names cuts. of restaurants. It was like Ub- yeah. Ubuntu or something. Ubuntu, like Ubuntu. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice eyeball place. His cookbook, though, by the way, is fucking yeah, really good. I love that. I, I like people. The reason I like his, his vegetable cooking so much is because he actually... The vegetables, he actually lets the vegetables speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. And just the, the techniques really just start to bring out different characteristics. And, you know, and again, instead of trying to make a carrot taste like meat, you fucking grill a carrot. It's going to be mm-hmm. delicious little olive oil. And But also, when you're, when you're a fox, you have access to the best produce maybe yes. on planet Earth. This Our- is true. I was reading the I was like, what, what the fuck is that? I've never... S- I really want. Yeah, we've that. talked about that before on different cookbooks, like the the uh, what's the the pastry place in San Francisco? Oh, tartine. Wow. Yeah, like the tartine yeah. cookbook is like. First of all, all you have to do is here's like the recipe how to yeah. make our croissants. You just buy this eight thousand yeah. dollar Hobart mixer, and it takes four days, and then you yeah. have a like temperature controlled room, and then you get this and this yeah. and this, and you like step one: stage yeah. in France for two yeah. years. Like the same thing for the Jeremy Fox yeah. one is just like here's how I make my carrots, just like. Just carrots and and embers, and you're like, oh, but you have to get like, <laughs> well, it's a little this less carrot than, that yeah. no motherfucker can ever buy with yeah. these Japanese coal that was imported through like a spider monkey's. I will say, that's, it's a little, it's a little more approachable than say like you know, uh, you know, an Alenia cookbook or yeah, yeah. Or like you look at they live sure. in Madison Park and you're like, oh my god, that's a really beautiful coffee table book. Yeah, <laughs> I am never gonna fucking make anything out. Of I that. think I think my boy Ari. Tamer at Alma does mm. that as well, where it's yes. like just just, just ember and carrots <laughs> is all you need. I saw a video of Fox. It was like his version of how to dice a perfect onion that was mm. so complicated and so perfect. Yeah. And he was like, and his it was it really spoke to kind of his idea of cooking. And it was like. It's so uniform and so perfect, and we make everyone do it this way in the kitchen, and it goes back to like that Steve Jobs idea of yeah. you may not see it, and it may not come on your plate, but like, and Steve Jobs talks about like furniture, even if you're making a piece of furniture where you never see the back, yeah. the back needs to look as good as the front, because it's an idea that you bring to everything if that's where you start, even in mm-hmm. your prep. Well, yeah, especially And it was really impressive, and yeah. I will never do that, but <laughs> to... Yeah. to Think about it in those terms and start. But more kind of logic, bro. Yeah, it's, it's the mentality. It's the mentality for a kitchen that's super important too. Because yeah, even if you know, even if the perfect dice isn't going to affect the flavor of the dish, the mentality of 
everyone doing it that way and paying that much attention to it means that carries over to the other shit they do. Absolutely. That you will see. Yeah. Is it way. hard to get all of your staff to do that? It it can be. And then it's I mean you know they're listening right now yeah. in the kitchen <laughs> right now. It's uh there's the, you know and it's you're in a odd time in LA right now where it's really hard it's, really it's hard to find it's very hot <laughs> and it's hard to find there's there's I feel like there's different tiers of cooks now in LA where you have everyone who's coming out of culinary school just wants to be on Top Chef. Yeah. And uh thinks that they're going to be running their own restaurant in a year. Mm-hmm. Um they seem to have not been trained that it's a blue collar fucking industry. Yeah. <laughs> and if you I'm one of my favorite I was talking to Elvin um about this like a year ago. He's like every single person that comes into his kitchen, especially if it's someone out of a a culinary school, first night they're on dish station. He gives his dish dishwasher the night off. Yeah. <laughs> the second they bitch, it's like you're fucking you're fucking out. You're like I wash. I'm I'm down on my hands and knees cleaning the drains half the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're gonna complain about washing a couple dishes, mm-hmm. yeah, then you can. You it's can quiet get for you, homeboy. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's why I don't envy what you guys do, and that's it's, why I do this instead. Yeah, I, you're you're the smart one. Yeah, <laughs> this is way this is way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's we should be talking about lasagna though. Yeah, we, we should. should definitely talk about lasagna. So the lasagna that you make, you have a mm-hmm. basically your business model is you have a window where people can come pick up lasagna, and you also deliver the lasagna. But the main kicker is that it's open very late. Very late. You said you go till 3 a.m. 3 a.m., yeah. It's been, I lived in downtown for, downtown in Chinatown for the last uh, four or five, five years. And mm. um, So you had to eat a lot of shitty L.A. cafe delivery. Yes. Got God it. damn it. Um, <laughs> the, the amount of times that I saw, I, I remember I was living, the last three years I was living in a, a, loft, in, a loft in the fashion district. And the amount of times I saw those little fucking smart cars pull up to the building. They have a whole racket, night. don't they? They do. And it's, it's in, like they were the only real option. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, like right now, if you look on Uber Eats after one in the morning, it's me and McDonald's pretty much. Mm. Wow. Um, but I like I, that. I, Fighting the good fight, baby. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, I, I, you know, this is a creative town. Nobody fucking sleeps. Yeah. Um, I certainly don't. Um, mm-hmm. As you can probably tell from my voice at this point, but uh, yeah, it's everyone. Everyone's up for listeners at home. Us. He is literally crying right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can't. So I, I, I'm so confused about my emotions. I, can't, <laughs> I just can't hold them in anymore. Um, no, it's uh, yeah. I just it, no. Everyone's up till all hours in the morning, and I wanted to create something that was solid comfort food. Um, also had a lot of. I, it, Having really solid, hearty vegan options is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, I've, I grew up in an Irish and French household, and it was, so I've just been cooking meat and butter my Nothing whole Nothing but vegan life. food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Farm cooking, to table. I love, I love vegetables, and cooking them in different ways is, is always fascinating and creatively challenging for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, half the time, at two in the morning, if I'm ordering food or making, in my case, making food at home, 
I have, you know, 10 or 15 people there who are also, you know, m- musicians or artists or or whoever. And drug dealers. Other cooks. Dr- definitely drug dealers. People in food cooks. getting off shifts. Yep, exactly. And uh, there's always going to be two or three people who are vegetarian or vegan. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're ordering delivery, it's going to be, it's just, it's painful if... The only thing available is, you know, a super dank meat lasagna or, or right. something like that. You know, I always want to have an option so that everyone at your house is going to be able to eat really well that night. They and it's the same type of, like, the vegan lasagna is really fucking hearty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not health food. Um, no. It doesn't taste like health food, at least. I would disagree in the sense okay. that it doesn't. it doesn't necessarily, if the connotation is bad about health food, fine. But we just had some... And it, it tastes in that way that, you know, because you, you do a vegan cheese in it that you were talking about yeah. to us. You haven't mentioned it yet. <laughs> but a lot, of that, a lot of that kind of like heavy nut cheese and that kind of stuff can really kind of leave like a distinct good tasting but unhealthy mm-hmm. kind of tang in your mouth, you know, mm-hmm. like certain health food delis. And, th- and that's nice, like mushroom gravies and cashew yeah. cheese mm-hmm. and that it kind of stuff. It tastes good, but it's also like, oh, I just ate a like, half a cup oh, of olive oil yeah. for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but so there's a really yeah. nice carrot element, and there's a lot of vegetables in the lasagna, and the cashew cheese is really balanced and not too fatty. And, it, I mean, it's, it's really hearty, yeah. but it doesn't, taste like, it doesn't taste like health food in a way that – you know, is is demonstrative anyway. Thank you. It walks that perfect line. It's it's exactly what you want for the vegan food because when you go to, like, Cafe Gratitude and you have some vegan food, you're like... Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, you kind of, like, it doesn't really... I don't want my coconut to taste like bacon. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was clean and distinct and tasted like something that's vegetarian (laughs) in a great way but also was very kind of, like... Get walking that close line to like being comfort food while still being vegan. Yeah, thank and that, you. That's, that's great. That's I really, a, I really a, enjoyed it, and I was vegan for years. I appreciate like, it. When I was if younger, you and so. if you've been cooking for a long time, that really is one of the last frontiers of having the difficult challenge of food of making vegan food. You, I mean, if you're eating mm-hmm. vegan, you're eating because you want to feel good after you've finished the meal. Exactly, and you also want to be satiated and not feel like you're just going to eat this dumbass bowl and then yeah. three hours later you're going to eat 800 calories worth of plantain chips that are vegan, yeah. you know? You want to be able to like, wow, that was a good meal. I'm full. Yeah. I felt but like I, I also ate. am not going to feel like shit going to bed right no, now. No, I'd rather have a, yeah. I'd much rather have a slice of that if I was going to eat something heavier late than like yeah. a burrito or like a plate mm-hmm. of nachos or something well, like that's that. A, it's like, you know, we're all, we're all surrounded by creative people in different creative industries, whether it's chefs or uh, artists, musicians, you know, wine mm-hmm. aficionados and sommeliers. Mm-hmm. Um, but every it's like everyone's up late, but everyone is also getting a little bit older now. <laughs> At least mm-hmm. the people I'm around. <laughs> and it's like, and we're also realizing that like our bodies don't just yeah. bounce back from everything for forever. Can't have Del and, Taco every night. No. And when you're putting in the kind of hours we are, it's like, you, I mean, you you want to actually feel okay yeah. about your life from time to time. And you kind of, you have to, you can't afford to feel awful tomorrow. Exactly. Because you have so much stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I get, you know, I'm, I may be going to bed at four in the morning, but I got to be up at seven to go do a bunch of, you know, it's like, I'm mm. going to sleep for three hours, but I, I so I want to 
eat a salad or some or some you know, roasted veggies or something when I'm hungry at three in the morning instead of. You're not getting enough sleep, Bryce. <laughs> Come on, son. It's, you're not the first person. To say <laughs> that. Uh, well, how? Yeah, how does one live in a world where you, the business that you operate ends at three a.m. and then at, after that, what? Like when? If you if you go, you work to, really hard at training your team. So that you don't have to be there till three a.m. every single night, right? Um, but it is—I mean, there's an element of it I enjoy because and I've you're always, okay with them doing coke because it's kind of a thing that has I mean, to happen. It's—it's it's kind of—it's not an option at this point. No, are you kidding me? It's almost—it's almost if it could be legally mandatory, you kind of <laughs> just have to like pass out a gram. Yeah. When the sativas walk the don't door. do enough. We need to go. It's we in the water. Go we gotta up. go chemical. Yeah. It's in the water. Yeah, we have a water dispenser. So is it, is it hard for you to like leave and be like, all right, boys, it's all you, but you, but you, or you've, you've I, built I've them gotten, up. And I you trust I'm really them lucky. I have um, one of uh, my most reliable people ever is actually one of my younger brothers. Um, oh, wow. Justin, who is... Badass, also a musician, um, but uh, I have coerced him into working <laughs> so cool. extremely long hours. Family <laughs> runs deep. Yeah, family <laughs> runs deep. Yeah, they didn't know what the they were getting. Wash when they, good, he I was like, oh dish. yeah, I've got yeah. a couch for you in Southern California. <laughs> come I'll, out and I hang like out. the idea of you, <laughs> you know. begging him to like leave some like high position to come work, and he shows up. He's like, all right, big bro, I'm here. He's like, all right, dish station, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> First day, don't the say a word. It burns. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to talk my brother in New York out of his, you know, very extremely well-paying, you know, finance job. Bad idea, bro. That job's yeah. stupid. That's crazy. You, you call be- me chef. <laughs> come chop some basil. You come like some fucking lasagna. I thought it was gonna be fam. I thought it was like it was like. So and and have you found that staying open until three a.m. is a good idea that makes sense? It is. It is a good idea okay. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would really suck if it wasn't. Right, um, but I mean, I, yeah. when you have a new, interesting, different business yeah. model like this, I always feel like you kind of have to go with the punches and make some changes and edits yeah. of how it's all going to go down and, and once yeah, you figure and out your be, sweet spot. You know, or con- cons- you're constantly editing in this game. I mean, yeah. as we're, we're moving into our full-time location at uh, Mandarin Plaza, mm-hmm. fingers crossed next week, um, just we're finishing up steel and um, FRP this week, mm-hmm. but um, don't know what that it, means. Yeah, it's just just obnoxious kitchen. Let's just say construction shit. stuff. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, just construction stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been fantastic. Like the, some of the busiest hours are between two and three in the morning. Mm. Um, and again, the the chef thing. Like everyone's getting off shift at you know midnight or something. Yeah. Like Chris from Wool's Mouth will come by a couple times a week, and like his girlfriend is vegetarian, mm. so they'll get a vegan one and a regular, take it home. It's you know perfect. It works well, and then I see him a coffee the next morning and a yeah. morphine. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk um, about let's talk about some lasagna stuff. I, okay. I know a lot of restaurants and and other places will recommend lasagna being better the next day. It is surpri- Like I, th- what are your thoughts on that? I think it's kind of true. I mean, I think I've, I've obviously in the last six months been tasting a shitload of lasagna. You've been eating a lot of lasagna. I've been lately? eating a lot of lasagna, <laughs> um, and uh, it's it's like people just send me like people are in Chicago or in some other like someone one of my friends was in um, somewhere in 
Europe recently and was just sending me pictures of lasagna. <laughs> From restaurant, I was like, thanks, that looks nice. It's also a $40 plate of lasagna, so it's very different from what I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it is it is actually, I think, the flavors just concentrate a little bit more, especially after it's baked. So what I like to do is do we, you we, do par- that method? we par-bake ours um, okay. without the cheese on top. Um, mm. So, prep, you, so prep you do the, bechamel time. inside. So we do a um, we do ricotta a ricotta mixture um, with I actually mm. use uh, small curd cottage cheese with it. it. Gives it a little bit of a bite. Small a curd cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. Where do you get small tang? curd cottage cheese at? Is that right? any number? What's up? Yeah, a little, little bit of tang. tang. Yeah. Can I just buy that at Whole Foods? You can. Yeah. No you, yeah. You can get cottage cheese. Pretty much. No, I mean sm- particularly oh, yeah. small curd. Well, I mean, like, like even Nutson has like a small curd. Oh, okay. Cheese that in, yeah, you can you you can get it at Smart and Final. I've always said Nudson. Nudson. <laughs> I'm gonna say it that way now. That seems so much more elegant. Nudson. I only I only use Nudsons. Nudsons. sour cream and and cottage cheese. <laughs> okay, so a little bit of cottage cheese and ricotta mixed together. Yes, and a nice blend. Bro, you are in. wild. I'm just getting crazy <laughs> with the cheeses over here. Um, yeah, so we start. And that's actually a little bit healthier than probably. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Mm-hmm. I didn't even thought about that. Um, <laughs> well, but I guess anything is healthier than bechamel. True. <laughs> um, Every food is pretty much. Motor oil is healthier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So and then so yeah. you so you use that cheese mixture and mm-hmm. you have braised beef. Yeah, so we have a, a braised beef that braises for about five to six hours um, in red wine and um, uh, make basically. You know the old Lipton onion soup packets yeah. mm-hmm. that you mix into sour cream for mm-hmm. potato chip dip? So oh, I make yeah. my own version of that. Mm. Um, and then, because I really like that, but I like making my own version of things. Because um, I can tweak it. And throw have it you used that there. own version of it to make onion? Have you mixed it with sour cream and made onion dip out of it? I have. It is. It's one of those things that I really think I want sometimes. Yeah. And then I eat it. I love onion. And dip. I feel really disgusted with myself. No, really no, no. Because you know. eat a cup of sour I cream. Own and, it. And yeah, ruffles? it's a lot of sour cream and ruffles, and it's like because the flavors are so nostalgic for me. If I do that, I eat like half Daddy a bag can't of stop fucking munching. ruffles. Yeah, no, it's bad. Here's the secret. Drink enough so you forget how much uh, you ate. Yes. That's I the ha- secret to most things. I have a recipe for, that I made for, for an onion dip that involves every onion you could ever Ooh. think of. I think every it's, single onion? Every All single onion. Um, and I think it uses uh, Greek yogurt instead. So nice. it'll, it'll, so it'll be a lot healthier if you want... I definitely want. If that you want to satisfy that? Craving, my, it yeah. is one of my favorite things that Jason makes. For okay. the record, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm for gonna, the ruffle, he I can't makes help like you. two things that are good. The rest are pretty bad, but that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the ones that is actually good. The only good like ruffles imitation that I've had is one that Whole Foods does now. Mm. They actually have like a ridged potato chip that's. It's it it tastes like what I remember ruffles tasting like as a kid. I feel like they've gotten progressively saltier yeah because mm-hmm. our taste buds are getting so burnt the fuck out mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of ruffles yep and lace <laughs> directly because <laughs> yeah. of so they just i feel like they continually you know every year they're just bumping it up a notch yeah 
Just the head of Frito Lay is like, I said more, <laughs> more sodium until we die soon. Yeah, yeah it's, we it's can't. not going to take too long. We can <laughs> more. It's it's more chip than potato, more salt than potato at this point, perhaps. for sure. Yeah, it's getting close. Okay, so and you don't make your own pasta noodles. Not yet. That's the one. Get into the new kitchen. I really want to do that because it's not it's not a complicated process, and I love making pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it a lot. Of that'll home. take it to the next level. Yeah, that'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It's not you know the. I think the the star of lasagna is more the the protein and the sauce. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. Sure, it all blends in really yeah, once well. You, once you bake. Yeah, pasta for an hour in an oven. Yeah, you know it loses a lot of its subtleties, you could say, but <laughs> in does. in all the right ways, in all the best yeah. ways. Yeah, like you could just make a lasagna and put you know elbow macaroni in the middle. Yeah, just be like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. I hadn't seen <laughs> I, that I, before. I didn't even know it was there. This is yeah. also food. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> this is also a pasta. <laughs> what an odd idea. Um, <laughs> so what are what are some lasagna no nos for you? Mm. I don't have a lot of no-nos when it comes to food. <laughs> I like uh, I like to. I do it all. I'll, I'll fucking seriously. Try, I'll try fucking anything. Um, so you're not so you're not a snobby eater. I'm not a snobby eater. It's I I get really excited when someone who's Italian is like my grandma couldn't touch this. Right. Yeah. And I'm like that's that's, that's nice because you mm-hmm. know fuck your grandma. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Spit on the ground. I think you're starting to get this get this podcast a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, starting, he's, you're he, getting in there. He tried the shoes on and he's walking around nicely in them. Yeah. <laughs> they fit, don't they? <laughs> they fit real. It's so comfy, <laughs> just like these Nikes. Um, no, I think. Uh, so when you move to the new spot, you will yeah. be making your own noodles. Yeah, we'll start making our own noodles. It's uh, on the pasta machine. What number do you think you? What thickness do you like to play around mm. with for a lasagna noodle? I haven't played around a lot with lasagna noodles, so that's that's something that is hmm. to be determined. Call like yourself a three? lasagna man. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! All right, where do you stop? I'm embarrassing. I go all the way. No, to one. I go to I go to eight. Or wait for a lasagna. Wait, noodle? front to back. I do. I like a lot of baby noodles. Okay, see, I like the for especially for, like for this lasagna. Like in a in a traditional lasagna, you're probably going to want to go with way more layers. Yeah, yeah. But I'm doing delivery. And it's delivered in the tin it's cooked in, so it yeah. stays hot. Yeah, yeah. balls. And That's it's meant great. to just be scooped out drunkenly. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Tray. Yeah, just yeah. just scoop it out with a yeah, you nice brought it over, sustainable wooden you fork. You brought it over here from yeah. Chinatown to Los Feliz. Piping Los- like I could I like I I picked up the tray and it was like too hot for me to hold. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> Super nice. Um I do yeah. I do lasagna, which is heresy probably, but it speaks ty- it speaks to a little bit of how you're mentioning less layers of pasta mm-hmm. and how I'd like that. I'll substitute a couple layers of the pasta with like thin, salted, dried not dried, but like with the moisture taken out of like zucchini or like a squash. Yeah. Just add like a little veg and also mm-hmm. just take a little bit of the starch and noodle out. Yeah. Um but that's and I think going again to like this great idea of having such a nice option for late night eating, like you're not going to miss a couple layers of that noodle and you're going to enjoy it and feel much better. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just tastes better personally, but also like, also, if you're drunk eating at it, two in yeah, the morning, it's be so you much really nicer want the braised beef and pork sausage. Yeah. <laughs> you're not more. really caring so much about how many fucking noodles are in no, there. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But then you it just runs into the... my biggest cooking oh. pet peeve. Not pet peeve, but. Mystery that I don't, I still don't 
It's like the stray peeve that you leave outside and feed from time to time. That's right. It's okay. a peeve that I that I still batter around. Yeah, I abuse emotionally and physically. But like when you when you when you cut the vertical strips of your eggplant or your zucchini, mm-hmm. and then you cover them with salt to seep oh, all the moisture We're back out. To this stoop- okay. And then you <laughs> wash them with water to get the salt off. I'm telling you, there's something. Okay, I'm gonna. And that and my brain, my like pragmatic yeah. brain. Can, or in a logical way, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't Dude, work, though. I know that is, it works. The salt yeah. is bringing the water out of the cellulose in the walls, and then that's not going to reconstitute with water just by washing the salt off. Yeah. I understand that. The shit is but science, if you're not dog. a chemistry major, it is a little confusing for the human brain. I, there's certain things like that that I'm just like, I don't know how the fuck that works, but it works. Mm-hmm. And that's it's kind of like if you were just like, look, I don't get black holes. I don't believe in them. It's like, yeah, because you don't. That's not your thing. You didn't yeah. study black holes. You don't believe it's about also the, just like you don't believe about the collapse of time and space. I understand. <laughs> that's no, no, no. It's no, getting no. way too popular now. There's too many flat earthers coming out of work <laughs> lately. I feel like with the flat zucchini ears too. Yeah, yeah I was just flat about to zucchini, say Jason. flat earth. Trump voters, it's all this, you know, it's... <laughs> it's a thing, Jason. It's a thing. You wash the salt off. Being, being, I know, being and I'm saying I don't like it. Okay. And I, I choose to not subscribe to that washing narrative. You know, who, you know who does that? Who washes all the salt off their vegetables? Oh, my God. Kismet. Oh, I knew it. Those <laughs> fucking kismets. Have you ever heard this? Jason's got a thing about kismet. What, it's a long-running your... joke on uh, this podcast. He went yeah. to the soft opening, but thought it was to... okay, and now refuses to ever say the word or go there. <laughs> I really like it's the, the most like n- it's the most non-exciting um, story and like <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that was, the meal? That was, was a like, really short story and, and it was like it was fine. Long. Are you gonna go back? I'll never go back. There. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a fun thing, you know. Everyone complains about going. You know, I went to the soft opening. Yeah. And it wasn't as good. And like, ah, oh, you got to go back in a couple of months when they work the kinks out. And I'm like, never. I'm never. And it was fine. It, it wasn't yeah. even like food poisoning. It's fine. No. Anyway, yeah, I really. I you like the labneh there. I've, been, I've enjoyed it. I really like their their tomato labneh with the flaky bread. It's fucking delicious. Tomato labneh. What is that? You mix tomatoes and labneh? Yeah. Well, they have like a. It's basically the tomato juice with the the seeds. Mm-hmm. But they do their their flaky bread, which is. Already super delicious on its own. What is flaky put, bread? I don't know how they make it, but it's it's like a flatbread, mm-hmm. but it's flaky. Just check it out. <laughs> Just makes it's, sense it's to me. It's a little, yeah. Does it look it, like they make it or Bub and Grandma's makes it? it. <laughs> no, they 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 make that. But Bub and Grandma's <laughs> Bub and Grandma's makes, in my opinion, the best bread in LA right now. Here, here. Hell yeah. It's fucking delicious. And they also make the only good bread at Kismet. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing it in. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to go apologize to Sarah. I can't believe I I brought it back up. Do you want me to bring up the fried rice wars? No. Uh, Didn't think so. Well, I mean, you can. I was right. (laughs) You want to talk about it That was a very spirited discussion between you you and Zach. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just like b- two people who believed absolutely in their own correctness. <laughs> I don't even think I believed that absolutely about mine. I thought mine was just getting shit on so quickly. I was like, this this uh, aggression will not His was stand. Good. They were I both getting like, shit which on. Which was kind of hilarious because I feel like you both were saying, like, both kinds are okay, but this is what I grew up with. And then it was just, like, vicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no apparent sounds reason. like a very accurate description. Yeah. 
You guys still talking? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. I don't know if they're really still talking. I mean, I call them at four in the morning and tell them I'm going to kill his kids. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What's up, you little bitch? Yeah, you listening? I'm outside. <laughs> okay, Can't well, see okay, me, Okay, the candy. fried rice wars are getting a little extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Lasagna wars next. Um, mm-hmm. And then on the... On the menu, do you guys, when you do the new restaurant, are you going to have any salads, sides, other non-lasagna things? Yeah, we have, currently we have a number of non-lasagna items. Um, we have a, a burger. Oh yeah you, you, oh, yeah, you do have other items. Yeah, we have a burger that I first did for the Bob's Burgers collab yeah. last year. I was going to bring I, that up. I really enjoy it. It's a, and it was incredibly popular as well. Thank you. What was on that burger? It's a beef lamb blend. Mm-hmm. Um, 50-50? No, it's not 50-50. It's like a 70-30 beef okay. to lamb. I like that. Um, you, get the good, you get the lamb flavor, but it's still approachable for people who don't eat it. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. who don't like lamb really enjoy the burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's spiced with a Ethiopian, Ethiopian, excuse me, mm-hmm. Berber seasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got a lot, of, a lot of nice spice in there. It's got uh, fresh chopped onions, fresh mint, uh, Egg. How'd you dice that onion? The, uh, you know the the only the only way to the Jeremy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, and then it's got QB on the bun, and I just I just a good simple white bun, um, and then a uh, aged balsamic chimichurri. Wow, um, mm. really fucking great flavor combination. That's been a uh, very mm. popular. And then we've got the dirtiest dog in LA. So you're a big QP head. I really like QP. Do you buy QP when you buy QP mm-hmm. in bulk as a restaurateur? What does it look like? Because whenever I get it, it's in that weird squeezy yeah, shampoo bottle. I usually bottle. buy like a case of those, case especially of the because we're like we do a lot of events, and so it just works better to have a squeeze bottle on hand. Mm-hmm. And you know, you there's a couple. I've I've been able to source a couple of like bulk QPs, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're the same brand. Mm. Except um, no substitution. Exactly. QB has a lemon citrus flavor that is very specific to it. Have you ever thought about making your own QP mayonnaise? Yes, <laughs> I have. Um, I think there's a couple other things I want to. A couple other products that I want to launch first. I think the uh, some of the cashew-based cheeses have been super, especially the topping for the vegan lasagna. Every event I've done, you started seeing dollar signs, didn't you? People, well, people are just like, <laughs> I get it. "Where can I get the this? This is like my favorite cashew-based cheese." And I was like, "Well, I it's not it's not a brand. I make it in house." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, well, where do I get it? <laughs> um, which is also like, like, I got a lot like, of customers, lady. Surprising. You're like, go to Lhasa and ask, <laughs> ask them, them for, for cashew-based cheese. Don't leave because they're lying to you if they say they don't yeah, have it. Chase, just just look Chase in the eye and tell him you're not leaving until he gives you that cashew cheese. And then tell Chad that his hat is really nice. <laughs> it's something. It's something that I do regularly with Chad, and it bugs the shit out of him. It's I also, have no idea why. It's also a new thing that I'll be doing the next yeah. time I see them. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to make Chad's life as miserable as possible self, because I love him so much. Compliment Chad's hat. Yes, just say that's a very nice yeah. hat you're wearing. Exactly. That's the line. Yeah, exactly. Right. I hope he doesn't hear this podcast and he, people just start coming up to him. Regularly and telling him this. Oh, really people are nice. definitely going to yeah. start doing that. If yeah. I go down there and I see that and he basically is entire in his entire head is just like one giant chemical burn, <laughs> I'm going to be like, "You're messed up, dude." Yeah. I, think, I think this went too far. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
No. <laughs> yeah. So so you might have you might start maybe packaging and selling these cashew cheeses. Yeah, I think some of the especially the topping cheese and then we may do we already What's the recipe a, on that? So clever. He almost got it out of me. I'm just going to spit out a a 10 part recipe really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, there's a couple other things I've been thinking about with the sauces and everything else. I'm working right now on just getting the production streamlined for the hot sauce that I make. Um, Yeah, what's the name of that hot sauce company? Wildfire Hot Sauce. It's a collaboration between myself and uh, retired, sort of retired. Uh, porn star Danny Wild. Yeah. Yeah. What up? What up? It was, it was semi-retired. Semi-retired. He still works around the porn industry. I think he just doesn't perform. Don't we all? Right. You live in L.A. You work around the. Porn we all got industry. a hand in it yeah. somehow. I thought you were gonna say the camera's not on anymore, but he's still working. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you have a it hot sauce tape, company but. with a. With a semi-retired male yeah. porn star. Yes. And he's a sauce sauce and now head. I feel really dumb. We're not bringing any. Um, it's fine. I'll we'll go down to Lost and ask for some. It's good. It's all right. You've already just, left a you've left a sour taste in my mouth. No, <laughs> no. Bringing the lasagna was more already than more than enough. We'll chase you down the for the hot sauce. sauce. We already get so much free hot sauce that we haven't yeah. even got to bottles that arrived in mid-August. So don't feel bad. Oh yeah, you really blow it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I like mind. the yeah. I like hot sauce. Is I've always wanted to make my own because I love hot sauce obsessively. Mm-hmm. I put Tabasco on my toast and. Yeah, just, I just you, you I are love, a damn freak, you know that. Yeah, I'm a damn freak. <laughs> um, so I decided I ended up making a hot sauce that was the the base is green Thai chilies mm. um, because I love bird's eye chilies and the green ones especially have a really great herbaceous character to them. So mm-hmm. they're young really and fresh, heat. and then young they dry. To That's red. how Danny likes Full them. Heat. Yeah, obviously. But then they dry to red, right? Is that how that? No, they don't dry to red. They they mature to red. Mature to red. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Danny likes them mature and red. Go on. <laughs> all, all, you, all you forty year old gingers out there, better run the hills. There's a channel for that. <laughs> Okay. No, so yeah, and then I, I, I've always wanted to make something that had a lot more flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just heat. Exactly. So you get a lot of heat from the Thai chilies, but I also use, it's infused with uh, fresh thyme, rosemary, ginger. Um, mm. So you get a lot more flavor. I'm going to take a sip of baby. That's an interesting combination. <clears throat> it I is. Like rosemary, yeah. thyme for hot sauce. Mm. It's a little wild. It's a little chefy. dominating. Right. NorCal. But it's got great flavor. The heat still comes through really strong. And then I do a spicier version, <clears throat> Wildfire Triple Extreme. Yeah. Uh, you son I of get a it. Bitch. <laughs> I get it. You dirty son of a bitch. So, uh, the, so the first hot sauce, what would it compare to on the heat scale for a more commonly known guy? Is it, is it, is it going above a tapatio? Oh, yeah. It's blasting a tapatio. It's definitely higher than a tapatio. Um, it's... What would I compare it to? Like four tapatillas? Something like that. Yeah, it's got a good level of heat. It On the Rotten Tomato scale of 1 to 100, how hot is it? It's probably like a... Be honest. 75, 68, 75, somewhere in there. Got it, okay. And then I do a... Nothing to sneeze at. A green and non... There's no... The, the regular wildfire is red in color. 
because it has more red chilies in it. Um, and then I do another the triple extreme is made with all green chilies and then dried Carolina Reapers. Ooh. Um, which surprisingly hasn't been the most painfully, like I, I was planning on just never tasting it and just selling it to people. Right. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't need to fuck with, you know, <laughs> having my eyebrows burnt off. So what does this taste like? Cause those are, couldn't tell you. No those idea. are higher on the Scoville chart than ghost peppers, right? The Carolina yeah, Reapers. They were, they were the hottest chili in the world up until recently. I think they were 2.3 or 2.4 million. And then Crazy. they just engineered a new chili called, like, Dragon's Breath or some shit. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Some fucking dorks made the Dragon's Breath. <laughs> that was breath, literally, like, they, you can't eat it because right. it can close up your yeah. lungs and you can die. Just like cardiac arrest happens But they literally it. designed it for people who are allergic to anesthetic to rub on their skin to numb it for surgery. How are, oh. they, how are they still like those like the the hot sauce stores that you see like in malls and stuff mm-hmm. or kiosks? Yeah, like how are those still open? Because like I remember even the '90s they were shitty, where it was just like a bunch of tasteless Money brands rendering. that were just like so like the whole thing was like this is so hot that yeah. like you can't taste it. It's and so I was like, oh, got, cool, like, Gringo Bandito and all that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just hot sauce like, companies just popping out ass, of fucking woodwork. The ass kicking hot sauce that you don't taste. Gringo Bandito, not Devil's bad. asshole. Just yeah, like, exactly. Just shit, you're just like, that doesn't Why sound can, appetizing, yeah, frankly. Does this taste good? I don't know. You can't taste it. But uh, I mean, at least it's keeping, I think it's the primary thing keeping a number of YouTube channels alive. Yes. <laughs> there's just like a number of like two guys eating hot sauce. Yeah, for when you fail, mind. Army needs those hot peppers to be it's out It's basically there. hot sauce and Howlin' Rays is keeping those YouTube channels <laughs> in business. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah, when you run out of everything, just eat hot sauce and be yeah. like, oh, it's hot. It's, it's really spicy, guys. I don't know how I'm... Let's get some milk. I'm going to drink water. Um, <laughs> all right. are so dumb. I can't believe people drink water. When they're eating spicy things. It does nothing. It makes it worse. It's like the Simpsons. These goggles do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you put out the grease fire with water. Mm -hmm. It just make it worse. I thought thought you were saying definitely put out a grease fire with water. That's what I'm saying. That's your advice to the people in Los Angeles. (laughs) First scream. Grease fire. First scream. scream. Close your eyes. Throw a bunch of water on it. Yeah. And then then just throw it over your shoulder. What do you do with the grease? All right, kitchen man. What do you do with the grease fire and you don't have a fire extinguisher around? Bacon soda. Bacon soda. Or like just grab a towel or pull your t-shirt off and just yeah. like, I put it out, kill all the air to it. And this is a trick question. Any excuse for Andre to get his shirt off and he'll do it. That's no. what this was all about. True. Well, I'm gonna start a grease fire real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get uh, some of the, some of those you don't cashew. Need it. You don't need it. Is that a grease fire? <laughs> you guys saw me say grease fire. <laughs> I smell burning cashew oil. I'm gonna try. Pa- <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try pants first this time, guys. The, de- <laughs> the deadliest of all grease fires. Is that cashew oil? Oh no, it's very costly. <laughs> all right. Is, did, did anyone watch the game last night? By the way. Oh yeah, that was baseball game. The baseball. Yes, the Los, the Dodgers Los game Doyers. too. Mm-hmm. Fucking insane. Yeah, it was. That was terrifying. It was heartbreaking and also such an incredible game to watch. It's f- it Barb, was great. Chef Barb was at the game doing holo holo for the Dodgers. And Whoa. she was like texting wow. me from behind. I was like, "It's it was it, it was an insanely it was an emotional roller coaster. Very stressful. Yeah. Very it's stressful nice. to watch. I had multiple people talking, just texting me, going like, "This is so stressful." And I was like, "Yeah, it is kind of, but it's really fun too." 
It is. It, it was. was it was a very enjoyable game. It was. It was very painful. I only watched enjoy. the very boring first half. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You left. Like, yeah. It was like. Oh, yeah, we're Jason three was, one. Great. Jason was watching it here, and he left in like the sixth. And I was like, yeah. "Well, this pitcher's duel is dumb. I'm gonna go now." And then you guys are texting me like, "What the? <laughs> Everything is changing. <laughs> the world is ending." All right. Now, okay. uh, end of the show. We're gonna talk about the best thing that we ate all week. Mm. Uh, I will start it off. Go for it. Aside from this feast of Italian cuisine that you brought me over, I, uh, I, I had the pleasure of going to Rafi, Rafi's place, my favorite mm, Persian restaurant yes. in Glendale a couple of days ago. Andre just made the classic Andre fart sound when he doesn't like something that I say. What's wrong, Andre? No, I was just trying to think about what mine was going to be. No, you did this one. No. I, mm. Are you pooping Don't try and call me out. I love Rafi's. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but yeah, I, as I told you the, uh, that many <laughs> times, what, what was your order? Have you been there? I haven't. Um, I, have to go now. I usually get a little bit of everything, but I always get the, the chicken kubide mm-hmm. kebab and then I get the rice called the al balu, which is pink rice that's cooked down with sour cherries. That sounds fucking fantastic. Oh, okay. And that's so good. Just eating this really sour cherry rice with, yeah. and then you mix that with, uh, with their labne that has a bunch of shallots mixed into it, and then their cock, their, their cooked down eggplant and caramelized onion dip. It's called kashkabedim jun, hmm. and you just it's just like a big old mush. But I, I'll just I'll get it and big old delicious mush. And you can you can go there for two people and spend like you know get out of there for less than forty bucks, okay. and you have enough leftovers for lunch the next three days. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I, yeah, I went there a couple of days ago and I ate leftovers for lunch yesterday. I ate leftovers for dinner and I ate leftovers for lunch today. It just doesn't stop. Never so stops. I would recommend going there and make sure you get the uh, the pink Persian rice because it just get that pink Persian rice. Oh baby, Andre, what, what about you? Support breast cancer awareness. Still thinking. That's right. All right. Royce, best thing that you had all week, uh, and it better well, be fucking good. Not, not. <laughs> I had a very, I had the very rare, <laughs> no, I had the very rare opportunity to cook at home this week, which was the restaurant enjoyable. home or your actual no, house. My actual, my actual house, <laughs> the other home, the place I don't sleep. Got it. Um, so I went to, I ended up getting a really nice um, fatty salmon. Um, mm. Did a nice mm. quick sear on it, left it nice and pink in the middle like I like it. Skin on? Skin on, mm-hmm. nice and crispy. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I did a, I forget what the name of the pasta was. Um, it was a short, curly pasta. Mm-hmm. Not fusilli, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but a short, I, artisanal. Yes, yeah, very artisanal. Very it's artisanal, very, very ornate, nice, curly shape. Good old six ninety nine Whole Foods artisanal. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> but that and, sauce um, is really going to stick to it nice. Yeah. So I did a... Actually, it was just random. I was pulling stuff together that I had sitting around, and I had been at Hayden a couple days before, mm. and mm. my wife ordered the the one of the waffles on the way out and then never ate it. So I had this little container of honey Waffle butter. to go. Yeah. And a little container of honey butter sitting in the fridge. So I tossed the noodles in that. So it had kind of like a so sweet you do buttery. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Um, and then put the salmon on top with a, a burblanc, um, uh-huh. that I, I've been actually fucking up my burblancs a lot lately with, uh, it's a 
the same maker, um, I'm blanking on the name, but it's the, the company that makes uh, Mike Tomas, the Filipino mm. end-all, be-all, add-it-to-everything sauce. Right. Um, and so they do a spicy Filipino vinegar. And yeah. so I've been using that in my Reblancs, giving a little bit of heat, uh-huh. um, combining that with like a nice dry white wine, um, or sometimes a, French, a dry French cider. Wow. I've been using mm. as well. Um, this this, this, a, this is a great. You should cook. Damn. Uh, should. Yeah, I should cook once in a while. Uh, so I basically just drowned the salmon in that, <clears throat> and that was very delicious. I think my that was fun. I think the thing that I've for been, a guy who loves cooking vegetables mm-hmm. so much, I'm, I'm not really hearing much. <laughs> I got well, a I piece of fatty them, salmon <laughs> and I covered it in beurre blanc, and then I uh, yeah, and then I the made thing, some pasta with butter and. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing, and then the thing I've been craving the most this week, that I'm trying, I'm, I can't wait. Uh, Barb is opening a Filipino comfort food restaurant on Sautel down the street from B Suite, um, called Big Boy, named after her dad. Ooh. And uh, her longanisa rice plates are mm. the stuff of my dreams. Uh-huh. Um, so that's been that's been a huge. A huge crave. So big boy week. opening soon on Sautel. Big boy opening soon for on true Sautel. Filipino fatties. True, Keds. Damn. Yes, mm. deep cuts. Deep cuts, man. Nice, Jesus. It's Filipino like... food is. I mean, I know it's been a long time held as the next wave of cooking, but it's really just it's happening, and it's yeah, it's interesting to thank s- God. I feel like having lived in LA for so long, it's it's a moment where I've really kind of been living here long enough to see it start and seeing it talked about mm-hmm. and then actually seeing it come to fruition now in like the last yeah. six months. It's a great, I, like, months, I love the fact 18 that 18 months, yeah. but around there it's like, yeah. it's, it's happening and it's yeah. been, it's been said for so long, but it's really happening. And now there's so many good options. Like you yeah. can go to Lhasa and get an amazing modernist, like California take on Filipino cuisine. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to sorry, sorry. And you can get a bowl of sisig on rice, which is like, my favorite thing to cook. Um, Seasick is eat. so good, man. So good. I so did good. it for a. I was I helped Elvin with um, the Filipino food Fridays that we did for um, L.A. Food Bowl, L.A. Times Food Bowl last year, mm-hmm. and uh, that was the one thing that I, I, the first thing I cooked. I'd never made it before, but it was a street food night, so I did seasick. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Um, it's, yeah, it's one of my favorites. But yeah, you can get now. You can get you can get that at Sorry Sorry. You've got, you know, you've got Barb doing desserts on Sautel, and now this you've got Rice Bar making those goddamn Longanisa bowls. <laughs> I, just, I I'm gonna have to eat Longanisa today. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about it for the last five minutes, and now it's all I can think about. It's like there's always there's there's so many different. Everyone makes Longanisa differently. Mm-hmm. And like I for love, listeners at home, that is a Filipino style sausage. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and it can be sweet or it can be spicier. It's like the sweeter versions are usually for breakfast. Um, like Ria makes like a spicier, sweeter version at Forage right now for a breakfast sandwich, and then Charles has his version, which is somewhere in the middle. And then Lung, who's now in New York with Elvin, makes a really good version. It's a little heavier on the garlic. That I really like, mm. and then the like I think the breakfast rice longanisa that like nice sweet umami. I think my favorite version I've had of that is probably Barb's. 
Mm. Um, so it's just I'm salivating so much right now. Coming for you, Barb. All right, Andre. What do you got, family? Hit it. I was going to say, I mean, the reason why I kept deferring is because my favorite thing that I ate all week was seedless yellow watermelon. Nothing wrong with that. Which doesn't sound very exciting. Follow-up question, is there any more of it in the fridge? There is. There's a whole water. podcast is over now. I have to go. It's cut and there's a big container cut and cold, and there's a whole daddy waiting to go in. Um, So it's been hot in L.A. for our listeners who didn't know. Like yesterday was like 105 degrees or something like that. And Andre's been on, every time I come over here, he's cutting a giant piece of melon of some kind into nice squares and putting them in a big old Tupperware in the fridge. And that's all you want to snack on. You know True what story. I mean? Um, and that cold melon go down It's that been throat. like a good like six weeks of them having this yellow watermelon at the Hollywood Farmer's Market. And it's just so good. And then I wanted to say either the 50% spelt, Country loaf or the fl- the fennel tomato salami flatbread from brother and grandma's, but then I was like, well, then we ke- there's got to be a limitation of how many times we can mention that bread per True. podcast. So I had to shut that down. But mm-hmm. that was also my favorite thing I ate. Mm-hmm. I but all bands can be lifted when it comes to Bob and grandma's. It's true. True dad. Okay. All right. All right. We have we have the okay. We are mm-hmm. clear for takeoff. Um, but the the Italian, which I brought one today, so you guys could try it. The Roma. Roma Grocery in Pasadena is a long-time hidden Italian market gem where they only make one sandwich, which is... And it comes two ways, which is the bread. So it comes on like a a kind of a really beautiful, perfect, normal kind of hoagie roll or on Francesi. So square or like a grinder. Um, And then it's just... Drizzled with olive oil, a couple slices of prosciutto, a couple slices of mortadella, a couple slices of salami, and some imported fontina, I think. Mm. Bravo. It's either fontina or... Bravo. I think. And that's it. Yeah. There's no dressing other than olive oil. There's no condiments. There's no veg. Simple and it's this. $5. And by like 10 in the morning, there's 100 of them wrapped in pink paper piled high, and they're just continually making them, and people are coming in and buying That's my like, favorite part. It's wrapped in pink, pink paper. But they can't, like, so, so you'll see fuss, people yeah. with trays of, like, oh, yeah. 30 of them just, like, being like, okay, bye, or just grabbing, like, 10 at a time. And just it looks like a glossier sandwich for our ladies listening. Uh, and the, the owner there is still, I think he's in his 80s. He's still there, like, making the sandwiches or organizing the produce or stacking pasta. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's, you know, I hope it stays there forever. Best kind of LA place. Yeah. Amen. Those OG guys who have been doing it for fucking ever. Yeah, it's great, man. Mm. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's close mm-hmm. to Gris and Toll, so you can go get some flour after. Well, it's like five minutes away, but if you're in Pasadena... Hell yeah. Five minutes. Anyways. Especially if you're in Pasadena, because how often it's, Yeah, it's not to too Pasadena. far. And it's close yeah. to Houston's. Yeah, and there's a Bed Bath & Beyond, so, you know. <laughs> you gotta go. I mean, you gotta make a trip out of it. Sure. When you get the coupons in the mail, when you get the 20% off Bed Bath coupons. You know where to go. You know where to go. All right, Royce, thank you so much for doing thank this, Thank you for man. having me. A true a treat. Better. You can come back and do it whenever you want. Love to. Well, you'll build up. A couple months yeah. worth of info, and then we'll talk shit on all of your friends once once again. Perfect. So you're thinking... I can go make a round of apologies for next week. And- <laughs> so you're thinking a week is the plan as of now? For the unforeseen? Yeah, yeah. For the window? Yeah. Or, so that uh, means more like three? It did three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this, this week, it, it, has, it, it, it's, it's, it has to be done. It's going to happen. Yeah. One way or another. Yes. And, and, that, you, and that's in Chinatown, and the website would be secretlasagna.com. Secret lasagna.com. Dot com. 
I can't you're, believe that was not taken. I know. Thank you. It was and, kind of confusing. I was like, had, that seems like such a obvious. It does. Name. Or like one of those where you're like, cool, it'll be, it, it'll cost yeah. like four thousand. Yeah. Oh, okay. And if you go to secretlasagna.com, all the menu and all the infos on there, yeah. and you can order from Uber Eats, Caviar, or for a pickup, or yeah. for a pickup. Yeah. Always drive safely. Always. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Use the Lyft code them jeans if you want to sign up for Lyft. Nice. You get ten percent off your first ride. You can follow me on social media <laughs> at them jeans. You can go to thestewpodcast.com for all the other episodes. My other podcast is called Tall Tales. Andre Conaparo has no social media because he's just that cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. He Not did cool. he did get texting on his phone, so we're making uh, we're, text now. we're making progress. This is impressive. Yeah. Parkway. Okay. Blackberries, check it out. It's like nineteen ninety five. Bye Royce. <laughs> Thank you. Do-do-do.